Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. A Northern Virginia trash provider unexpectedly closes how residents have been handling it. I'm Melissa Howell. Metro improved service on some popular bus routes. I'm Sandy Kozell. Maryland Republicans pick new leadership after a difficult midterm cycle. I'm Ian Crawford. The Wizards lose to the Clippers downtown in NBA Action Soccer's Final Four is set. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. Matt Piper in New York. Parts of California and Nevada could see up to four feet of snow by Monday. It's part of a major winter storm hitting the Lake Tahoe area. And a 250-mile stretch of from Reno to Yosemite National Park is currently under a winter storm warning. Jeremy Grahams is with the National Weather Service. There's a broader area that's going to see snowfall kind of in the one to three feet range uh, over a much larger area uh, over almost the entire uh, length and breadth of the Sierra Nevadas. High levels of COVID infections are back on top of rising RSV cases and what doctors are calling the worst flu season in more than a decade. CBS's Donya Backus reports. COVID hospitalizations are up 14%. And if the COVID wave worsens in L.A. County, health officials say it's back to mandatory indoor masking. CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook. A huge lesson from this pandemic has been that these respiratory viruses are spread through the air. The other thing is we've learned that masks are effective. Health experts say what's also effective are vaccines, but they're lagging nationwide. Just 13% of Americans have gotten the latest COVID booster. Sports fans around the world are mourning the death of CBS sports contributor Grant Wall. He died sun- suddenly while covering the World Cup in Qatar. The 49-year-old journalist dedicated much of his career to advocating for human rights. CBS's Christian Benavides. Wall's human rights and LGBTQ advocacy also drew notoriety. During the World Cup in Qatar, Wall reported he was briefly detained for wearing a rainbow t-shirt while covering a match. He also wrote about the conditions migrant workers faced while building soccer stadiums in the Persian Gulf nation. He was honored before Saturday's England versus France quarterfinal match. France and Morocco, meantime, won their matches Saturday to advance to the tournament's semifinals. More tensions between Russia and its neighbor, Fint. Moscow is demanding the Finnish punish people who burned the Russian flag in their country. Correspondent Wendy Gillette is in Finland with more. Russia has a demand for Finland. Address the burning of Russian flags by protesters in Helsinki on Tuesday. The country's Ministry of Foreign Affairs made the request Saturday about the incident that happened during Finnish Independence Day demonstrations in the capital city. It's illegal to burn Finnish flags, but no laws govern the burning of flags from other countries. Police did ask the demonstrators to stop burning the flags. Finland has not yet responded to Russia's demand to enforce punishment. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. Good morning. It's 2.03 on Sunday, December the 11th, down to 39 degrees right now. Temperatures falling overnight to the low 30s.
Welcome into the Overnight Shift. I'm Dan Ronan. The top local stories we're following this hour here on WTOP. A one-time D.C. high school football star, the University of Southern California's quarterback, Caleb Williams, is this year's Heisman Trophy winner. He attended Gonzaga High School in D.C., twice named as the Washington Post All-Metropolitan First Team. He was also the Gatorade Football Player of the Year. The announcement was made in New York a few hours ago, and Williams thanked his high school coach for his encouragement. They say either change your dreams or change your habits, and I damn sure weren't going to change my, my dreams. Fans here will remember Williams for leading Gonzaga to a wild come-from-behind win against arch-rival DeMatha, 46-43 in the championship game for the Catholic League. The two schools combined for three touchdowns and three lead changes in the game's final 29 seconds. Williams is the eighth member of the USC Trojans to be awarded the Heisman Trophy, which signifies college football's best player. After a disastrous midterm cycle, the Maryland Republicans have picked new leadership. Nicole Buse-Harris, the wife of Maryland's only Republican congressman, will have the task of retooling the state's GOP following landslide losses in every statewide race and many competitive county-level races. She's a marketing and political consultant and an occasional talk show host on a Baltimore radio station. Harris defeated Gordoniski Finelli, this year's nominee for lieutenant governor, and Baltimore businessman Tim Fazenbaker. Democrats have a two-to-one advantage in voter registration in Maryland. Ian Crawford, WTOP. The Virginia State Inspector General's office is clear the state's tourism office of any wrongdoing after it awarded a state contract to the firm that produced Governor Glenn Youngkin's political ads. Democratic lawmakers in Richmond had asked for the investigation after the tourism office awarded a $268,000 contract to the company called Poolhouse. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports the IG's office found the tourism agency is exempt from procurement guidelines that would have limited its choices. Some Loudoun County residents have watched trash pile up outside of their homes for weeks after a garbage provider suddenly shut down. Now they're trying to navigate the unexpected closure. Amanda Pallone lives in Loudoun County. She's been scrambling to find new service for weeks. As of Wednesday, we got our trash picked up, but we still have not had our waste or recycling picked up. This after receiving word from Holland Trash, they were struggling. We got the e- the initial email saying like, hey, bear with us. Some of our trucks are broken down. We're, you know, down to just half a fleet. We're working overtime. Soon after, she got an email saying the company would shut down for good. It went on to say, quote, the keys to the business will be handed over to a court-appointed trustee over the next couple of weeks, and they will be in charge of any credits or refunds. That is a whole nother battle we're going to have to fight to see if we can get any of that money back. We have reached out to Holland Trash, but have not heard back. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP after traffic and weather, we'll hear from the outgoing head of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Dr. Anthony Fauci, about his upcoming retirement plans. WTOP News Time 206. Virginia is for eaters and drinkers. All kinds of eaters and drinkers. For oyster shuckers and slurpers. Why samplers are all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers, and distillery sippers. For those who order grits and those who order cheese grits, we all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. My name is Juanita Segura, and I was diagnosed in November of 2014 with non-small cell lung cancer. 
Biomarker testing was a turning point for me. By working with my oncologist, we were able to determine the most appropriate treatment plan. My fear was I wasn't going to be here to see my children grow up. That gave me hope knowing that I had that chance, and I did. Visit noonemissed.org for more. A public service message from Longevity Foundation. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. 208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather together. Here's Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dan. So far, the northbound side of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway is still dealing with an accident scene. The crash is started to be right by Riverdale Road. As of now, according to Maryland State Police, both lanes are closed. Of course, you only have two lanes headed northbound. Unclear if a shoulder is getting by. I haven't seen the delay grow just yet, so it's very likely that you're getting by single file on one of the shoulders. But for now, both of the through lanes are actually blocked. Again, northbound BW Parkway at Riverdale Road. Southbound side doesn't seem to be affected for now. I-95 and the BW Parkway between the beltways looking okay. I-270 from Frederick to the beltway up to speed. Beltway traffic looks good. Though if you're headed into Virginia, after the American Legion Bridge, you have three lanes on the right currently blocked. You have a single left lane getting by as you head down towards the Dulles Toll Road. In Virginia, on the westbound side of Route 7, just after Colvin Run Road, hearing first reports of an accident scene, unclear just how many lanes are affected right now. In fact, not an accident scene. It looks like it is actually a work zone as you make your way past that point near uh Calvin Run Road. Of course, you have the long-term work zones through that area. Just expect a few extra delays here this early, early morning. 66 eastbound from 123 to Nutley Street. Two right lanes are blocked there. Traffic inside the Beltway looking good. Southbound GW Parkway, a little bit of a delay after, or rather, on the approach towards the Roosevelt Bridge, but not hearing about any crashes just yet. I will keep an eye on it for you just in case. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Carlos Ramirez, WT Let's go to Samara Theodore. Temperatures are headed into the mid to upper 40s as we head through the afternoon. There's a shot at some showers popping up. Monday looks mostly (sighs) sunny. Highs will be in the mid to upper 40s. And we should get even more sunshine on Tuesday with highs in the mid to upper 40s. Wednesday, highs will really struggle to make it into the low 40s. A lot of us will be capped in the upper 30s. We start the day dry and mostly cloudy. And then rain chances increase through nightfall. There's a chance for some showers and maybe even some snow mixing in with that rain, especially north and west of D.C. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Thanks, Samara. The temperature's 42 in College Park, 42 in Fairfax, 42 right now on the National Mall. We're at 40 here at WTOP. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today to schedule your free 
in-home estimate. WTOP News Time, it's 2.10. The Supreme Court says it will hear a case involving a scam that falsely promoted adult adoptions as a path to U.S. citizenship. The federal government accusing a Sacramento man, Helaman Hansen, of deceiving undocumented immigrants between 2016 and 20, between 2012 and 2016, promising them they could gain U.S. citizenship by having what he called adult adoption programs. The government says Hansen persuaded more than 450 people to join the program, charging each of them $10,000. He argues the program was protected by the First Amendment and his right to free speech. Come year's end, Dr. Anthony Fauci will no longer lead the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. As he steps down, he says he's looking both back and forward to what's in store for his future. We're in a better place than we were a year ago. We're going in the right direction. But with COVID-19, Dr. Anthony Fauci does admit. We're not exactly where I would like to be. He says for 54 years, he's gone to the NIH campus in Bethesda for work. It's going to seem strange to all of a sudden not do that anymore. What does he want to see in a successor? He tells the DMV Download podcast. Given the political interference often with science now that we're facing, a person has to be a really good scientist, has to understand the scientific community but has to rely on science and stay out of all that other stuff that's distracting. He's not sure what's next for him, but he does say he plans to do some things outside of the confines of the federal government. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You can hear the entire chat with Dr. Fauci on the DMV Download podcast. It's at WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcast. Does it seem right now, does it seem like right now everyone is getting sick? Health leaders have a warning. Cases of RSV are on the rise. It's also the worst flu season in over a decade. And COVID is knocking a lot of people down for the count. So here's your reminder to get boosted. Dr. Anthony Fauci is urging everyone. Do it now. We're getting into the holiday season. And that's when families get together, when transmission occurs, when you're in an indoor setting. Dr. Ashish Jha echoes his sentiment. Every year I go out and get a new flu vaccine. I expect that for many of us going out and getting a, an annual COVID vaccine will become I'm a normal, routine thing. Stay Lynn, CBS News. Coming up on WTOP, Frank Hanrahan has sports the latest on the winner of the Heisman Trophy Award coming from our area. We'll also look at how Maryland school children are doing nearly three years after the COVID-19 pandemic began. It's now 2.13. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. 214. 
And now an important message from Amanda Klutz. Our lives have truly changed since March 2020. Broadway dimmed their lights, but my biggest light, my husband, Nick Cordero, passed from COVID-19. There is hope now with many vaccines, but we have to keep wearing our masks and we have to keep social distancing. Please make kindness contagious and unite to prevent. For more information, visit unite2prevent.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. The Heisman goes to a local athlete. Here's Frank. It had never happened until Saturday night. A D.C. native winning the Heisman Trophy went to Gonzaga. Now he's at the University of Southern California. Quarterback Caleb Williams winning the Heisman Trophy, college football's most coveted award. He had the courage to start a ninth grader in the toughest high school conference in the country. The Gonzaga experience both on and off the field helped me to prepare me in more ways than you can imagine. Williams is only a sophomore at USC, and he wins the Heisman Trophy. Chris Tapps, Porzingis, 30 points, 15 boards. Kyle Kuzma, 35 and 12, but not enough as the Wizards fall to the L.A. Clippers in a tight one down the stretch. But Clippers win at 114-107, make it six losses in a row for the Wizards. Army top and Navy 2017 in double overtime, 123rd edition of America's Game. At the World Cup, England falls to France 2-1, to one, so the defending champion French move on to the semi will face Morocco. Morocco, first African nation to make a World Cup semi after beating Portugal one zip. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Frank. How are Maryland's kids doing in school, and are they ready for what's ahead? The State Board of Education reviewed the findings. Maryland has a test designed to show whether kids are ready for kindergarten. The good news is that the percentage of kids who demonstrated readiness bumped up by two points to 42%. Maryland State Board of Education member Joan Melly McCarthy wants more support for English language learners and students with disabilities. Because unless we do early on, we're still not going to see any kind of changes when they get to school. They're so behind. Maryland's governor-elect Wes Moore has said one of his priorities is early childhood education. The state board also saw test results showing overall kids are catching up to pre-pandemic English scores but found math skills are lagging. Kate Ryan. WTOP News. As of today, Metro bus riders should see some improvements. Metro says improving service on some popular routes in D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia was made possible by new hires to address a shortage of bus drivers. It says customers should find that buses are less crowded and more reliable on some of the busiest lines. Metro is touting improvements to 29 routes, including the extension of late-night queue line service in Maryland and adding a stop on the 18G northbound to the Pentagon. One change in the district, the L2 along Connecticut Avenue will run every 10 minutes instead of 12 to 15 minutes during the weekday rush hours. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for the first time in World Cup history, an African nation is headed to the semifinals. D.C. is one step closer to making it free for Metro bus riders inside the district. Stay with WTOP for more on these and other stories coming up in just a few minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Carlos Ramirez is in the WTOP Traffic Center. Indeed I am. If you're headed northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, got the accident scene near Riverdale Road. According to Maryland State Police, both lanes are currently shut down. Based off the delays, though, it does seem that uh, traffic is getting by. 
to some degree. Actually, just as uh, as I said that, Maryland State Police did update uh, their page here, and that's why I listened to WTOP traffic up to the second. Looks like the crash is actually blocking the left lane now. They have officially reopened the right lane. As of now, if you're headed northbound on the BW Parkway, stay to the right, headed past Riverdale Road. Outer loop of the Beltway, the work zone is still out there from the American Legion Bridge. Down towards the Dulles Toll Road, you'll find just a single left lane getting by. No delays any longer. Traffic is just light enough now that a single lane on the Beltway is more than enough, apparently. 66 eastbound between 123 and the Nutley Street exit. you got two right lanes blocked. Just go ahead and stay to the left. Westbound side of Route 7, headed just past Colvin Run Road. A little slow through that area. Now, we do have a couple of cones there, but unclear if there's actually an accident seen amongst that uh, long-term work zone. Um, Take it nice and slow if you're headed westbound past Colvin Run, just in case there is some kind of incident through that area. I-95, looking good. Beltway traffic has been up to speed so far tonight in Virginia and in Maryland. If you're headed through Southern Maryland, Branch Avenue, 301, 210, all looking good. No issues on 50 between the Beltway now towards Annapolis. I-95 in the BW Parkway between the Baltimore and Capitol Beltways. Not seeing any delays so far. one 304 wtop is the traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Carlos. Let's check in with Samara Theodore. Today, we start the day off with a rain chance, but by the afternoon, we're dry. Temperatures will peak in the mid to upper 40s. Monday, plenty of sunshine with highs in the mid to upper 40s. Tuesday, highs will be in the mid to upper 40s again. Mostly sunny skies. By Wednesday, low 40s. A lot of us actually get capped in the upper 30s. And while the day begins dry, rain chances increase overnight. Showers are likely Wednesday night. We could even see some snow trying to mix in with the rain as we head into Thursday morning. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 39 now in Rockville, 41 in Ashburn, 39 in District Hearts Heights. It's 40 degrees here at WTOP. The weather brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, say 50% on all roofing materials. Coming up on WTOP, the price of gasoline is dropping fast. We'll explain why. WTOP News Time, it's 221. Before I was adopted, I felt alone. After spending years in foster care, Lexi worried that she and her brother were too old to be adopted. Thankfully, the siblings were adopted with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. I love teenagers. To see how brave Lexi was and how she opened herself up to being in a family, all of a sudden, she's holding my hand and calling me mom. It was really special. Every child, no matter their age, deserves to grow up in a safe, permanent home. Children at every age experience challenges. Teenagers are more complex than young children, but in the best ways. You're never too old for family. Learn how you can help children still waiting to be adopted from foster care at DaveThomasFoundation.org. 222. As you go about your daily life, look closer. As you gather with family and friends, look closer. Right in your community, there are youth who don't have the home, warmth, and healing you have. So, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth 50 years strong. Tonight, 2,000 young people will sleep safely in a Covenant House bed. And tomorrow, they will wake up surrounded by love. 
Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep 24 hours a day, seven days a week in sites across America to help them fulfill the great promise of their lives. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. This is WTOP News. 223 American Airlines and JetBlue Airways are pushing ahead with an expansion of their partnership in the northeastern United States, even as a federal judge considers the government's attempt to kill the deal. The airline said Friday American will add six new routes from New York City while dropping one. JetBlue plans to start several new routes from New York and Boston. The Justice Department in several states sued to kill the partnership, saying the deal would reduce competition and lead to higher fares, costing consumers $700 million a year. American and JetBlue argued the combination will help consumers by making them a stronger competitor, they say, in the northeastern United States. The price to fill up your tank is dropping, and that encouraging news comes amid other concerns with what the economy could be doing and possibility of having a recession in the new year. Paul Brandis is a columnist with Dow Jones Market Watch. He's also the Washington bureau chief for Evergreen Podcast. He tells us why prices are dropping now. Gas typically falls during cooler weather because refiners shift to these so-called winter blends that are made of cheaper ingredients than summer blends. Also, a few oil refineries that weren't running at full capacity earlier in the year, well, they are back online now. So more supply is hitting the market as a result. That is helping to push prices down. AAA says gas prices are down 50 cents in just the past month and could fall even more. Oil industry analyst Tom Closes says it's possible gasoline and diesel prices could keep falling well into the spring. The FBI is investigating attacks on U.S. power grids in North Carolina and South Carolina this past week. Former FBI investigator Scott Sweetow says they've recovered shell casings, which will help. You'll know what kind of firearm it is. You'd be able to identify pretty well what sort of firearm it is. And my understanding is there were more than 20 shell casings left behind. So you'd also know whether there was more than one firearm found and whether it's been linked to previous crimes. Money news here on WTOP at 25 and 55. Here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The car alarm hasn't changed much in years. Bloomberg reporter Keith Naughton says Ford and security specialist ADT are investing $105 million in a new vehicle security venture called Canopy. It's a system of cameras and sensors and artificial intelligence combined with human monitors to try and prevent crimes or solve thefts after they've happened. With FBI data showing $7.4 billion in work equipment stolen from vehicles in 2020, Canopy will initially target commercial customers. It will eventually spread to the consumer market, and ultimately Canopy wants to provide this security system to any car maker. And for Ford, it means steady cash flow. This is part of Ford's push to provide services that will provide that recurring revenue stream that sort of flattens out the boom and bust car cycle. Canopy is expected to launch in 2023. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. A big, huge storm is heading east, and its first stop is California and Nevada. We'll get details. WTOP News Time now. It's 226. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile. 
Have you ever heard the term aging in place? It just simply means living out your golden years in the house that you're currently living in. Did you ever think that someday you might have to move to a one-story house or even an assisted living facility because you're worried about being able to climb the stairs?